Welcome to the Tech in 20 Minutes podcast, where you will meet new tech vendors and learn how they can help your business. At Clarksys, we believe tech should make your life better. Searching Google is a waste of time, and the right vendor is often one you haven't heard of before. Hi, I'm Max Clark, and today I'm talking with William Rubio, who is the Chief Revenue Officer for CallTower. William, thank you for joining. Thanks, Max. Thank you very much for having us on. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. What does CallTower do? You know, that, that's a great question. So Call Tower, we're actually 100% dedicated and focused on our business customers. Uh, and pretty much we have a wide range of customers, uh, all from the small all the way to the enterprise side. And for the past 18 years, we've been a, a pioneer in unified communications. We're strategically positioned ourselves to really deliver a full end-to-end solution and not really a product with our core platforms. What we've done is we focused our core platforms, I should say, really focus on Microsoft, which we both have a, a native platform with both Skype and, and uh, Teams, uh, also our Cisco voice offering, and then our proprietary unified communication platforms, which is CT Cloud Voice. And we're able to tie these unified communication platforms with different things like Contact Center, Office 365, SD-WAN, SIP to really make sure that we're able to give that customer a full end-to-end solution. While a lot of other competitors out there, they're a little bit more single-threaded, for us, it's about making sure that we can provide different products to really provide that solution to our customers. So we're pretty flexible with the offerings that we have. We're in about 70 different countries that we can provide the offering overall. And again, for us, it's really just about making sure that we have the right solution for the customer that we can provide the them and service them. Going back into the Microsoft, you started with a link which became Skype for Business, mm-hmm. and that's you know transitioned into Teams, and now Microsoft has different announcements with Skype for Business versus Teams and what's going on. So I mean, if, if a company still is on Skype for Business, can you still support them there, or what does that roadmap look like? A- absolutely. So we actually have uh, we have thousands and thousands of users. I think the last time I checked, there was about 60,000 users on Skype for Business, and a lot of those customers that are on our version of Skype for Business uh, have been asking that question. Well, we're kind of ready to transition to Teams and do voice with Teams, or is it the right time to do that? Uh, and the simple answer is yes. You know, Teams has definitely evolved into the new medium as far as what's kind of the new norm, I should say, with Microsoft and, and voice replacement overall. Uh, so CallTower has been doing that uh, since 2008 that we've been a, a, a provider with Microsoft. So we have our expertise. We've taken our bumps and bruises, right, to know the do's and don'ts of trying to make sure that we can transition a customer. So whether they are on Skype for Business online with Microsoft or with another provider and they're looking at making that transition to Teams or they're on another platform and they're ready to do voice with Microsoft Teams, we could do all that heavy lifting for them. We have the expertise that not just from making a migration, but also a successful shift that we could fill in the gaps with uh, some of the limitations that Teams has with our other platforms. So we fill in those gaps that the Teams offering has to make sure to give that customer the full UCAS experience and the full turnkey experience that they're looking for. Call Tower offers Microsoft Teams direct routing. Yes. And so the experience for the user is native to Teams. So how do how do you fit into that picture 
with Microsoft and with Teams, and what is the what does the end user actually experience as they're interacting with Teams? Sure, you know, and I actually had that uh, question come up the other day with a uh, a customer that uh, actually it was a potential customer. They did they decide to move forward with us, and and it was actually probably the simplest analogy I've ever used or example I used, and it was probably the one that hit home the best. You know, we were on the on the call with the customer, and we were doing a, a demonstration within Microsoft Teams, and he said, "Well, these other competitors have the applications within Teams that we could download and and uh, you know we could be part of it." And I said, "You're absolutely right." I said, "Let's go to one." So we we show them the Microsoft Teams application and. We wound up putting uh, one of our competitors in there, and the app showed up, and the customer says, great. And then they said, I said, all right, let's show you the call tower one. And we put in the call tower name, and nothing showed up. And the customer kind of looked. you know, He kind of had a strange face, like a little dumbfounded. And we said, the reason that we don't have an application is because we're not a third party. You're native with us. So you don't need to download the application with call tower. You're automatically part of it. And the customer is like, all of a sudden, the light bulb went off. And they said, oh, now I get it. And I said, same thing with your mobile app. I'm not going to require you to download a third-party mobile app that you have to work within Microsoft Teams. We use the Microsoft Teams completely, both on the desktop and on the mobile app, to make and receive calls, to transfer calls, to set up hunt groups, to have your auto attendant to do all your, your audio conferencing, your video conferencing, it all resides within the same application without having to have any third-party downloads to make it actually all work. So very, very effective and very simple for a customer to use because there really isn't any learning curve uh, with the fact that they're already using, in a lot of cases, Microsoft Teams. And you're also a big Cisco partner. How yes. are you helping companies with Cisco and their Cisco phone environments? Yep. So we are actually what is called a, a Cisco premier partner. And we actually have what we call Cisco HCS, which is hosted collaboration services with Cisco. And for all the folks that are out there that are uh, understand Cisco call manager, what it basically is, is this is Cisco's version of call manager in the cloud. So we have a lot of customers that come to us that say, hey, I'm I'm getting ready to, to move away from a premise-based Cisco solution. I have this call manager sitting in my data center. I have to run uh, separate circuits to it. I got to maintain multiple data centers just to make sure to have that redundancy. With Call Tower, we do all that heavy lifting for the customer. So we're actually able to remove that from the customer, put it into our private cloud environment, and make sure that they get all the benefits of being in the cloud, being redundant, give them all the same feature functionality that they're used to and more, but now their end users don't have to worry about learning a new system. The way that they did a four-digit dial today is the way that they're going to do it with us. The way that they retrieve their voicemail is exactly the same way that they were doing it before. So there's really not much of a learning curve, and at the same time, we're going to save money to the end user because of the simple fact that now you have you have the removal of a smart net, so smart net kind of goes away. Uh, you have the redundancy in the cloud, so we have multiple data centers that will run these instances of, of Cisco overall. So it's just been a really successful transition for those customers. And we've been providing Cisco since our inception in, 20, uh, in 2002, I should say. Uh, so about 18 years that we've been providing Cisco solutions to them. So if I'm a company and I have 500, you know, hundreds or thousands of Cisco phones deployed and I want to move from an on-premise call manager environment over to call tower, do I need to change my phones? Can I reuse my phones? Great question. So the answer is no. You do not have to change your phones. You do not have to change your, your switches. You do not have to change your routers. The way that you're going to access your Unity voicemail, right, for all the Cisco users that are out there, is they're going to go ahead and exactly the way they're doing it today. 
is exactly the way that they're going to do it tomorrow. The, the major difference with us going into more of that cloud environment is that we are going to provide to them what is called a call tower connect. And what Call Tower Connect is, it's a simple one single pane of glass that you're going to have access to that you don't have to be an expert in Cisco to actually create an auto attendant, change a hunt group, add a user, remove a user, activate a DID, deactivate a DID. Call Tower Connect pretty much acts as that single pane of glass for Cisco, for Microsoft, so that the administrator could go in there and make that change without having to be an expert in all those different platforms. And so it's more than just the phones, you know, because your partnership as as with HCS and Cisco goes deeper. I mean, you have access to WebEx as well, right? We do. So in our offering, again, going back to the whole unified communications platform, we're doing everything from uh, Cisco HCS, which is the voice component of it, WebEx Teams, WebEx Teams meetings. So we're doing the entire solution on the web, on the Cisco side that we could provide to a customer. Now, a lot of companies are looking at this and trying to decide, do I stick with the Cisco environment or Cisco phones? Do I do I want to use Microsoft Teams and switch to Microsoft Teams? Uh, you know, with Call Tower having both Microsoft Teams and Cisco HCS support and WebEx, you know, what does that look like if I'm evaluating these different platforms? Can I start with one and switch to the other? Or can I have both at the same time? Or can they talk to each other? You know, what what happens there? Great, great question. So uh, what we do, Max, is we have the ability to do both. So if a customer says, you know, I'm, I'm still using Cisco and I have the equipment, I'm not ready to make the tra that transition yet because I have some money already invested in the Cisco equipment, but I am looking at Microsoft Teams or I'm starting to use it maybe just for instant messaging and presence and using it maybe for my conferencing. What we could do is we could set up that migration path for the customer that they could pretty much crawl before they walk to move into a Teams environment. So we give them the ability to actually do that. The great thing with us is that if a customer starts with one platform or the other, doesn't really matter which one they start with, since we've already ported over the numbers to them, since we've already done the hunt group, since we've already done the auto attendance, all that information is already stored with us. So there's no rip and replace that has to be done again. It's a much easier transition to say, let me go to Call Tower with the existing service that I have, let's say on Cisco, and then I'm going to six months down the road, a year down the road, I'm going to go over to Microsoft Teams with voice. That transition is a lot simpler because again, there's no reporting of numbers that has to be taken place. It's really just more of some training on the back end for the customer. And then we handle the rest for the customer on the back end. So uh, there's, I mean, as you mentioned earlier, there's a lot of companies getting into the Microsoft Teams app enabled space. You know, there's, there's options in the Cisco space. What makes Call Tower unique? Why are you better at this? Well, so first and foremost, I think it really goes back to the years of experience. We've been a partner, a gold partner with Microsoft since 2008. We actually were the first ones to deploy Microsoft Link with voice in the cloud back uh, right around 2012, 2013. And that was a big learning curve. And then we were also the first to actually deploy voice on Skype for Business as well. And we were the first to actually deploy voice with Microsoft Teams back in November of 2018. So we've been doing it already for about a year and a half, which for Microsoft Teams, that's definitely uh, we're kind of the grandfathers uh, you know, in, in that space overall and as far as what we're providing. The good thing is, is that since we are a voice company first, we understand the limitations of any other platforms. And we know that customers, different things like paging, CRM integration, SMS texting, receptionist console, door buzzers, faxing. I mean, all these different things that uh, seem to a lot of our competitors just seem to overlook. They're important, 
and they're very vital to a lot of our customers because they still work in that environment. And if we're able to give them a competitive advantage and give them what they have today and then also give them something that they don't have to give them that competitive advantage, that's what it's all about for us. It's really making it as easy as it can for our customers to communicate regardless of what platform they have we'll call tower. Can you give me an idea of who your customer base is in terms of size? I mean, you, are you targeting, you know, small, medium businesses, mid-market enterprise, uh, North America, your, you know, international, like specific industry verticals? How does how does that work with Paltar? Sure. I mean, we, we have customers as little as five users, and we have customers north of four to 5,000 users and plus. So it's, it's pretty much a pretty wide spectrum. For us, it's not really so much of the size of the customer. It's just more of what the customer's looking for overall. If they're looking for just a, a basic phone that's just going to do a call forwarding and a call transfer, we could do that. But there's a million other companies that do that. For us, it's really the customers that are looking for the full collaboration that are saying, hey, I need contact center. I need video. I need to be able to share my desktop screen. I want to be able to do all that with security. So I would say overall, if I had to put kind of a number on a sweet spot, I would say our sweet spot is probably between 50 to about 3,000 users, which again, it's a pretty big spectrum of customers, but it really kind of sticks to, I would say, uh, the, the smaller to medium enterprise customer, you know, overall. And you guys are seeing really large deals with Microsoft Teams now as well, right? Yeah, we, we are. You know, we uh, with Microsoft Teams, if you look at the latest statistics from them, especially with everything going on uh, right now with COVID-19, uh, back in November of uh, 2019, Microsoft had about 20 million users that were on Microsoft Teams. That number increased to about 45 million right around the middle of March. And the latest numbers that came out right at the end of April was that there were over 75 million users on Microsoft Teams. So they've more than tripled uh, the amount of users that are on Microsoft Teams overall. And we've been at the forefront of that. Customers are going into a Microsoft Teams environment because of the security that it provides, the stability that it provides, and, and reliability. Also, the fact that it, it's really adaptable to the remote worker uh, working from home. And now the next phase of that with all those 75 million users is if I'm doing the video, if I'm doing the collaboration piece, the instant messaging, and so forth with my employees and with my customers and my vendors, why can't I just add the voice component? Why can't I do the audio conferencing? Why can't I do the PBX functionality of it? And that's really where Call Tower comes in and, and really provides that gap for customers. Because nowadays, IT organizations are shrinking or staying the same. They do have now a seat at the table to grow their companies, right? I mean, that's changed over the past 20 years. So let us do that heavy lifting for you guys and let the IT organizations really focus on growing the company and we're there to pretty much support them and be an extension of their IT arm. So we're, we're recording this post-COVID. You know, when we look at this, there's been a, a pretty rapid change for businesses and remote and distributed workforces. You know, there was a necessity for people to not be in offices overnight. If you had a customer who was already with Call Tower, I mean, they were already cloud-hosted. So the transition, I would imagine, would have been much easier. For companies that were not already, you know, in a cloud-hosted voice system that have been talking to you post-COVID, you know, what are you seeing in terms of, you know, let's say trends, but also um, the experiences of onboarding new new customers who are doing this in a very short amount of time and under you know uh, under a certain amount of duress as well well a lot of different things there max uh, you know f first and foremost we we were prepared for this right i mean that's what we sell right we sell uh, services in the cloud so when this pandemic started to happen right away we started to prepare for it we actually took uh, our offices and went remote 
uh, right around the beginning of March when everybody else was kind of waiting because we were prepared for it. And this is just call tower internally at first. But also from our customers, what we were able to do was really start to reach out to them proactively and say, hey, are you prepared for this? We're here to help you. We're here to support you. Uh, whatever we could do from a training standpoint, from a design standpoint, let us know. And our customers were really receptive of that. The next thing that we did is we realized that we also have to be a good neighbor to our potential customers, right? And to the guys sitting next door that might not be on our services. And we actually came out with a, a free promotional service on Cisco WebEx team meetings and also on our CT cloud meeting, which is powered by Zoom. Uh, so it's basically the Zoom platform, but in our environment. And what we were able to do is we told everybody, you're now working from home. You could probably still use, let's say, your mobile device in the short term to make and receive calls, but you need to join meetings. You need to be able to collaborate with your employees. And Call Tower said, go to our website, sign up directly online. We're going to give you the services through June 30th for free. There's no contracts assigned. There's no billing information that we need. Just give us your username and your name sign up online and we'll get you turned up within 24 hours. So our potential customers and our neighbors that actually saw that response or saw that proactiveness from us would open arms are just really excited with the fact that we were just saying, we're just here to help. Let's start to work through this together. Come June 30th, we'll see where we are with the, you know, overall with the services and so forth. But now for the next 90 days, and again, we started this in March, you're going to get free services from us. And then the response has been overwhelming with customers just saying, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for helping transition my 50, my 100 users to a home environment so that we can continue trying to work at least what the new norm is going to be going forward overall for, uh, for my employees. Can you give me an idea of your price range for direct routing with Teams as well as for HCS for people listening? Sure. We'll start first with direct routing. For direct routing, it varies anywhere from as little as $4.95 per user up to about $12 per user. And in between, it just really kind of depends if you're looking for a what we call a metered plan, which is that you pay a per minute rate on the outbound, or you just want to look at unlimited. The nice thing with us is that we allow customers to mix and match those different plans. So you don't have to have everybody on one plan or the other. It just kind of depends on the usage of, of the user. So if you happen to have a sales team that does a lot more outbound calls, you might want to put them on the unlimited, but you might have somebody sitting in uh, in a different administrative role that maybe just receives a couple of calls, but really doesn't proactively make out a lot of calls to customers. You might want to put them more in the metered plan. Uh, and we help our customers design that based on their usage and what we're seeing. On the Cisco side, it varies uh, anywhere from as little as about $12 up to about $24. Now, those are kind of a little bit hard to compare because on the Microsoft side, we're talking more about the calling plan, which means you already have the phone system and so forth already in place. So that's another you know, $12 or so that you already have on the back end. So that's why with Cisco, it might seem on the surface it's a little bit more, but they're pretty much at par. And on the Cisco side, we do have an unlimited plan with them as well. It's going to range right around the 20 to $25 range, but that includes everything from your mobile app to unlimited calling to everything from a PBX standpoint that you're going to have to make uh, E911 calls pretty much from beginning to end on the Cisco side. And for companies with Cisco call managers now looking at a, a cloud migration into an HCS and evaluating WebEx teams and WebEx collaboration, there's been a question of how many seats do I really need for video? How many, how many licenses do I buy for WebEx? And you have an option within that to make it a little bit easier for people transition. What is that? We do. So what we actually have on the Cisco side is we have two different plans. We have a named user 
and then we have what is called an active user and we understand that customers need to have the flexibility right it's all about providing flexibility to our end users so I'll give you an easy example on that is let's just say you happen to have a company with 500 users and you're going to go into what is called an, a named environment that means that everyone's going to have a license everyone's going to have the same functionality the active user basically means that you say, hey, you know what? I have 500 users, but not all 500 users really needs to have meetings, as an example, right? I mean, only out of the 500, maybe only 150 of them are pretty proactive, would be in meetings. It could be a sales or a marketing organization or an IT staff that needs to collaborate with their teams. So what we do is we put them on an active user, which means, yeah, I got 500 but realistically only 150 are the ones that are going to use it monthly. So you pay for the 150 instead of paying for the 500. So we do have that flexibility for both that we offer to our customers. And in the active model, everybody gets access to it. It's just the assumption is that only 150 at any given time are going to be using it. Is that right? That's correct. Yep. So everybody, all 500 uh, would have access to it. It just means that at any given point in time, only 150 of them are going to be using it at a, at a, at a time in a day. Fantastic. William, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Sure, Max. Uh, you know, just one, one other thing, too, if I could uh, mention here, take one more minute of your time. Uh, we just actually recently uh, released what we called our COVID-19 response program, which was basically at a... Uh, an additional program that we did outside of the conferencing. But what we're doing is both on Cisco and on Microsoft Teams, we are basically giving our customers 90 days of free service. And uh, we're also giving them the first 90 days to cancel the service. And we're also giving them 180 days to do a business downturn. So anybody that's signing up with us right now in the month of May, we're going to give them the free service. They also have 90 days from activation to actually go ahead and cancel the service with no additional obligation. And even after those 90 days, if let's say they have 100 users or 1,000 users or 5,000, if they want to go down to 10 or 15 users because the economy has kind of changed or their economic position has changed, we're giving them that flexibility. So I'd love to go ahead and share that with you and your customers. And uh, it's a program we started the last week of April. We got such an overwhelming response. We extended it through the end of May and customers are really, really happy with that because we're just giving them a lot of flexibility as we all get through this pandemic and see what's going to happen now in Q3 and Q4. I mean, the the, the trial period and without, can without penalty for cancellation is incredible and the free offer is incredible, but the right to downgrade later without a penalty is awesome. I mean, that's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, no, we wanted to make sure again, we were here to help out our customers and, and it's all about flexibility. And again, let's let's get everybody up and running. Let's get America running it working again. And then, you know, we'll worry about it later on down, down the pipeline. That's, that's awesome. Thank you, William. Thank you, Max. Thanks for joining the Tech in 20 Minutes podcast. At Clarksys, we believe tech should make your life better. Searching Google is a waste of time, and the right vendor is often one you haven't heard of before. We can help you buy the right tech for your business. Visit us at clarksys.com to schedule an intro call.